Hi. Hey. 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 I'm Bobby. I'm Jem. I'm the Mavs. And we are. She's, She's not, not doing so, so well. well. Oh my God. You know that question you're afraid to ask? We're going to answer it. Tired of not hearing it how it really is? Tired of listening to oh. all the same people say all the same thing? You're such I'm a sorry. Crow. Some of us are snatched. <laughs> I don't see any of them here. No, these tits are going away. We've been banned from multiple social media accounts. When does our podcast come out, Jim? Wednesdays at 9 a.m. That's right. So listen to us every Wednesday. Gay. Wait. Let's start. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> Are you watching YouTube videos? We're trying to record a podcast here, Stoney. I was on TikTok. Uh, TikTok, you don't stop. Oh, my goodness. I'm already more entertaining than the Rusical. Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Hey, everybody, and thanks for coming, UK. My name is Seth. What's yours? Hey, it's Jamal. Hi, it's Stony. Hey, everyone. Welcome back, back, back again to another fun episode at Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast. We are, of course, back, back, back again to bring you full coverage of everything that's going down in the DMs of Drag Race. Yes, we're getting further into UK. The competition is heating up. And I have a feeling we're going to have fun talking about this episode. We sure are. Oh, my God. <laughs> Miracles really do happen. <laughs> Yay. This is like the ending that we wanted to see on American Drag Race, but never got because Rue's selfish. <laughs> yeah. Long overdue. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, what a fabulous week. How have you guys been? We've been doing just fine over here. Um, it's been really nice weather. Well, nice enough for like hoodie, light jacket. So been going on a lot of walks. I think Stoney's going to catch a bike ride later. Yes, finally. It's, yeah, it's nice to kind of feel like summer or spring coming. Yes, girl. Well, I, I guess I don't really have too much to update you all on. Um, I did want to say, though, I was a guest on the Ye Old Crime Podcast. And it's a, um, <laughs> a, fun, <laughs> a fun crime podcast, but they do this special little uh, Saturday show. And I was the guest and I was being a good little ambassador from TFC Pod. <laughs> So it's basically like I uh, you should just kind of hear me chatting with the host Lindsay, and then uh, we play a little fun game where I have to guess Victorian slang, and you'll have to go tune in to find out if I got any of them right. <laughs> that sounds like a good time. I'll have to make sure I download it, and we can definitely put the episode link in the show notes. Yes, definitely super fun. But other than that, I guess life is just, you know, great. I didn't get a quarantine special this week, but um, we'll be talking <laughs> <laughs> We'll be talking about the Drag Race one tom on tomorrow's episode. Sounds like a plan, Stan. Yeah, tomorrow's episode is going to be pretty fun. It's going to be like a whole grab bag of like throwback TFC pieces. Yeah, I'm excited. It's yeah. going to be a lot of fun. I actually am too. I wasn't like super excited about it at first but now that we're just going to make it a hodgepodge of things um yeah then yeah it'll be fun it's it's more like our old format <laughs> yes og listeners know yes girl if you know you know yeah she said what she said little girl oh my gosh before we get into the podcast i actually have a fun little email here 
Um, so last week, if you guys are keeping up, we had a special guest, Beth, from the UK, like a real UK citizen. Yes, from Lincolnshire. Hi, Beth. Yes, girl. We were real excited to talk to her, and it was so cute. Her uh, mom also listened and emailed us because her mom's a, a fan of Drag Race as well. What a mom thing to do. So cute. Yes, this letter was everything. <laughs> yes, this is such a cute letter to receive. Um, so I just wanted to go, with her permission, read it on the show. Uh, so the letter said, or the email, like a letter, like she like sent, like, you know, put the wax on there with her like Snail family crest mail. on it. <laughs> 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 so her email says, hi there. I, I have just listened to your podcast with Beth talking about the UK RuPaul season two. I am so proud. I'm the famous mum. Beth is a true fan of drag, but her brother Logan has taken over with knowing everything about Drag Race from both the U.S. and U.K. You could ask him anything and he could answer it. We spend our Thursday date night watching RuPaul and being RuPaul and Michelle. I, th- <laughs> I think we are a bit more harsh. <laughs> Uh, thank you for giving my daughter the opportunity to talk about her favorite show and giving a shout out to her little brother. I am so proud of them both. And, uh, you know, signs it from from Mama. So sweet. Thanks for sending that in. We love getting sweet and fun emails like that. And what a just like great mother. Like, seriously, that was amazing. <laughs> yes, I know. It's awesome. Like kind of with what we talked about in that episode with Beth is how amazing like her family is and how supportive they are of her little brother, Logan. And it's just so great to see. And it was just so cute to get like an email from from her mom just i don't know it's just cool yeah it's nice because we um we just record and we put the shows out so um having a nice little callback like that warms our cold hearts a little bit yes and i i still do have my short list of all the people that were wanting to collab with us so uh if you haven't done it yet which only beth has <laughs> but we do plan on working through you if it's not this season maybe next uk season you know we're not going to forget about you. I'm excited to meet all the UK peeps. Yes, queen. All right. Now let's get into the episode. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Uh, honest tea. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week. We are, of course, back, back, back again to bring you full coverage of everything that's happening in this episode of RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 2. Ooh, this is a fun challenge week. Yes, so fun. Such a good episode. (laughs) Yeah, this was a great episode. It had a satisfactory ending. Like, some some (laughs) don't, but this one had a really satisfactory ending. (laughs) Finally got the happy ending we've been waiting for. (laughs) Yes, girl. So at the top of this show, Tia Coffee has sashayed away. I'm already heartbroken and miss you so much. I know. It just feels like something's missing. We're getting to that point in the competition where all the queens you kind of like for different reasons or have your personal viewership relationships with. And you can feel Tia and all of her um, warm and fuzzies and kookiness like has left the building. I know. Makes me so sad. Mm-hmm. Like, I need more Tia. Yeah. <laughs> and Tia would have been great in the reading challenge as well. You just know she would be. Oh, yeah. I bet that would have been hilarious. Maybe they'll post something on social media. I hope so. 
I hope there's a reading challenge unofficial. (laughs) (laughs) So then after the elimination of Tia, Sister Sister just doesn't think that we all know what she's capable of. And she's about to show us in this episode, hun. Oh, Sister Sister, I wanted to believe you, but something told me it was going to go the other way. Yeah, I was like, I don't know about this. I feel like I've heard this before from a drag queen, and and now they're not in the competition, so... (laughs) Mm. Do you think it's like a personality thing with Sister Sister? Like, it's just like something about them. It's just a slightly off-putting. Yeah, I don't don't think the image that they are putting out is what... Like, in, I feel like in their mind, it's coming off differently than it is, like, in reality. You mm. know, it's like one of those, like, what I ordered and what I got sort of situations. <laughs> oh, mercy. <laughs> or maybe, like, you just have to, like, really know this person to understand all of yeah. that. Yeah. I don't know. Because, like, even in the away, or, like, in the mirror message, like, after she's eliminated, <laughs> then... <laughs> Spoiler alert. You know, she was like... I hate you all. You all suck. Or I forgot exactly what it was, but it was like a really like it was a really negative mirror message. <laughs> no, I I remember yeah, because it was just like you all suck. Like yeah, it's like I hate you all. You all look horrible or something like that. <laughs> it did. I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't know. Anyways, we'll get there. <laughs> let's move past this. <laughs> so the next day in the workroom, we see how few people are actually left in the competition. And Lawrence says that he misses Veronica, but no one else seems to. Oh my gosh. I was, um, maybe I've just missed like the energy or been misreading it, but I was shocked that nobody else like chimed in, like not even, a, uh, you know, nothing. Well, if Tia coffee were there, they would have been like, she would have. Yeah, that's but true. I, I'm not here to hate on Veronica Green because I love her. So everyone can just, I don't know, sod off. <laughs> everyone can, I don't know. <laughs> Fuck off, I guess, is what I'm trying yeah. to say. There you go. I was trying to think of the nicer way to say Get it. Get it out, but... Queen. You don't have to be yeah. nice all the time. Say it full balls. <laughs> I was trying to think of like a UK phrase, like slag off, but that wouldn't make sense, I don't think. You, you d- tell them to sod off. Sod off, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Then Ohora asks Sister Sister who she's copying this week. <laughs> oh my God. Can I just have a moment to just say I officially like Ahora because that bitch, like I understand the shade now, you know, we saw the human side of Ahora. I get it now. Oh my gosh. I cackled at that. Yeah. I'm like here for Ahora now. This is officially a Ahora Stan account. So We're everyone like, can drag just her. get on board. <laughs> All aboard. <laughs> Drag her. <laughs> <laughs> so for this week's mini challenge, the British Library in the Parliament's West Wing where they serve tea and crumpets is now open. Just want to make sure that I got enough British reference in there like Rue does. Oh, Rue doesn't miss an opportunity. And yay for the library being open. Yes, girl. Libraries have not been open because of COVID, but Rue found the one library that was open. (laughs) COVID safe, too. Yes, girl. And for the first time ever in Drag Race history, they will be reading each other in 3D. Now, I have to say that I did not get my RuPaul Happy Meal, so I didn't have the 3D glasses for this portion. But I assume that if you did, it was very fantastic. Yeah, it looked like a blast. 
So I'm assuming they're doing 3D glasses because of COVID. So they're like, let's get disposable glasses that you can't pass around. Was that why? Oh, I didn't even think about that. I don't know. I was just like, what's the point of the 3D glasses? I don't get it. I don't get it either. Except for 3Ds, maybe. They were wanting the pun. Because there's disposable plastic glasses. Yeah. Okay. And I always hung to the 3D glasses whenever they would come. Because I thought they were cool. So I'd hang on to them. I did too. So people would definitely get COVID. <laughs> yeah. I like to cough on my 3D glasses too. Ooh, lick so, them. Yeah. I would lick the lenses and stuff and cough on them. You got to <laughs> clean them, you know. That's right, girl. <laughs> so what do we think of this reading challenge? Who was successful to you? And did anyone stand out as doing badly? I actually really enjoyed Sister Sister. The bitch was funny. So I'm going to give her her flowers for this one. Um, Ahura is just funny to me. The more each week goes by, the more I like Ahura and I understand the shade and like the jokes and her whole underhandedness and bitchiness. Like I get it, sis. It makes me laugh. Um, (laughs) how about you, Stoney? Well, so, I mean, I thought, um, I mean, I didn't think anyone was like too like cringeworthy. (laughs) I'm trying to think like Ellie Diamond was... I put Ellie as like the only one kind of that did yeah. badly. She was like, like lukewarm. But not totally. Who yeah. was the one that was like, I actually thought this was funny in a dark way, but like the, um, they're like, was it their like sister, sister, you have the perfect face to throw a brick at. Oh <laughs> yeah. Bimini kind of, you have the kind of face, the kind of face the you throw of... a brick at. <laughs> yeah. Who said that? I don't remember. Bimini. Oh, Bimini. Yeah, I think yeah. it was her, yeah. Also, shout out to Bimini's, like, <laughs> pimp jacket that she was wearing. Oh, shit. That was a pimp <laughs> coat, wasn't it? Yeah, girl. I, I also liked uh, Lawrence Cheney, of course. I feel like they, like, didn't show a lot of Lawrence's jokes just to not give her the win because they had a different story in mind. But, I mean, I was just, like, laughing so much when Lawrence was like, Ellie Diamond, you are so stupid you studied for your COVID test. <laughs> that, that was, was a good funny. One. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. Like, both, and then I think uh, Lawrence had another joke they showed that was really funny, too. So I was like, I feel like Lawrence probably killed the reading challenge. But in the end, they give the win to Sister Sister yeah. because... Um, she hasn't won anything the entire season and she's going home this episode. So usually like <laughs> they like to toss them a mini challenge win. Uh, not the pity win. They do that so much in this show. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Party. <laughs> so for- <laughs> Bye, sister. <laughs> Y'all are shady. Yeah, girl. Uh, and I'll take that title. I will take that title. So. Work. Yes. For this week's mini challenge, the queens will have to transform themselves into lockdown super sheroes, and they will be using items you'd find at home to make this outfit. Oh, so this is a fun category because it's like the random materials challenge. I like those just to kind of see like where the queen's heads are at creatively. But also, we were curious. I wonder what category got pulled for this because surely this was worked in after covid yeah you know it could have well, been maybe... they were just doing superheroes and they were like yeah. covid superheroes oh that's yeah that's true yeah they could have switched like the materials they were doing for a design challenge or something like that maybe mm-hmm. i'm not so sure and i'm not so sure that these were actually 
uh, objects from Ahura's home because, like, I feel like there was there's. I mean, there's no bag of dildos, and <laughs> I just didn't see anything that reckon that screamed. This is Ahura's. No play sheets. <laughs> yeah, there's no sex slings. I don't know. It's <laughs> weird. Um, so because Sister Sister won the mini challenge, she gets a 15 second quote unquote head start. I don't know how she collected the entire. Um, materials on all the tables in 15 seconds. Listen, that bitch was fast. Like, what was going on? <laughs> I wish she sh- showed that much effort into not copying other girls' outfits. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I know, and she really will get to it, but she definitely, like, took full advantage of all the materials. <laughs> she sure did. Girl. <laughs> she was, like, the fucking gatekeeper of all the materials. I have no She's like about that. that look. <laughs> she was, like, the damn, like, the office supplies person at your job that like if you want like some pens or like they like give you a pen and you're like yeah. oh can okay. I have like a box so I don't have to come back here or <laughs> yeah very that she's like sister sister's like I'll give you this out or this material but you have to make a bad outfit next week so oh my gosh she sure would treat it like signing a deal with the devil she sure would so because there's nothing left, the rest of the girls dive in to fight it out between a flamingo pool toy and a pile of sponges. The pickings were rough. I was really curious to see what the queens were going to put together with what they had. Yeah, I was really worried because legit, like, Sister Sister got, like, at least, like, half to three quarters of the materials. <laughs> Right? Because it was like, for her, it was like supermarket sweep. So she just like <laughs> threw all the shit like in her basket and was like, come on. <laughs> like, what a shady hoe. <laughs> just knocked all the shit into her cart. Yeah. Yeah. She's like throwing she's hams like, like in her basket. Yeah. She's like, I'm not even going to eat all these hams. Like, all, they're all going to starve, but these are the most expensive she's, items. That's yeah. right. She's putting that shit in the freezer. Yeah. <laughs> She's not even going to put it in the freezer. She's just going to let it rot and throw it away in front of their faces. Like, Rue needed to, like, I don't know, be the announcer and be like, there goes sister, sister, straight to the meat department, starts throwing the hams in her she basket. She's throwing those $40 hams in her basket. Oh, she's got seven of those, and now she's moving over to the big wheels of cheese. Yeah. And then she grabs the inflatable Pillsbury Doughboy. Yeah, she grabs Pillsbury. So- oh, look, she's got a bonus. <laughs> That was the highest bonus. She's got five hundred extra dollars. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh, and meanwhile, I'm just like rooting for her to trip the whole time. <laughs> uh, so after the carnage is over, Ahura sneaks over to Sister Sister's area to see what she has, and decides to try and work her charm to get some of these items. The way she slithered over there, she, you can just tell she was up to some mischief. She's like, doop, 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 Like, how does sister's sisters not see her coming? Right. <laughs> Hiding behind the little bodices and everything. Yeah. I thought I heard a snake back there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, and uh, unfortunately, Ahura was not successful because sister sisters just being a selfish cow. She well, made her give her compliments too. Yeah, I like the compliments from Aurora. <laughs> I like pandas. <laughs> Your outfit was like almost as good as mine, the yeah. one that you copied. Good run. 
<laughs> that was really funny. It's like, what do I have to do? Give you a blowy? <laughs> she was fully prepared to fillet show uh, sister sister for some materials. Oh my god! She goodness. was like the guy from Fire Island. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I will suck dick for a bottle of water, girl. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was so funny. So then Bimini seems to be struggling coming up with a concept. She's like, oh, you know, you just, just you have to wait till it comes to you. And just like, I'm going to go over here now and take a nap. <laughs> Listen, Bimini, I was worried. I did not know what that was. I didn't know she was doing an interpretation of the fly. Those leaves, I, I have no clue what was, she was thinking. Yeah, like with the toilet paper boobies and stuff. I didn't yeah. know what her process was. That was some Fire Island drag right there, girl. Like, what do we got left here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, then RuPaul comes in to do walkthroughs with special guest Raven, who traveled all the way from RuPaul's dressing room to be on the show. Oh my gosh, Raven looks so good this episode. Like, that is a snatched and fully beat queen. Like, her makeup always looks so good. And, um, of course, we see her every week on Fashion Photo Review, but seeing her on the show and just she loves her nudes. So, I just love the outfit and look for her as well. Yeah, that was fine, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like Raven. <laughs> I guess it's like it wasn't like that special to me just because I see her every week. Well, and she's always the special guest on the UK season right. just because she's already there. Well, yeah, I like the like running theme of that. And you see her from like the neck up on Fashion Photo Review. So to see her like in person and her full geesh. You know that she's like not a robot. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought I'm she still looked not great. Convinced, but she yeah, she did look great. <laughs> so then, you know, they're doing the the little table meetings and Bimini is brave enough to actually present the shittiest collection of materials <laughs> to RuPaul and Raven. Listen, I would have like rather have faked a sketch than showed them that. Like tell them it's going to come together and fake a direction and then figure the shit out behind the scenes and tell them it changed the last minute. <laughs> like Woo, what a mess to show RuPaul. Yeah, I mean, it really was a testi- testament to her, like, changing her look. <laughs> Maybe it was, like, a strategy to be, like, that way RuPaul's bar was, like, super low for her. And that way, whatever she did make, the, RuPaul would be like, oh, my God, you changed it and made such a better outfit. I was not even thinking that. I don't know. Not confirmed. We don't know that. Not but that's confirmed. my speculation. <laughs> but, hey, that could work for somebody, you know? Yeah, girl. Well, a couple of these girls, they did decide to change directions with their outfits. After these table reads, uh, Lawrence was struggling with her silver material. I think maybe she was having trouble getting it through the sewing machine. Mm. Um, I guess she did not want to be a hot glue queen, so she decided to change her direction. Yeah, it's a good call because that can be tricky, especially on a show like Drag Race. If you're going to make any drastic changes or go in a completely different direction, you have to do that sooner rather than later. Most definitely. So then the girls, it's the next day in the workroom. It's runway day, and the girls are rushing to get their outfits together. Some of the girls were really struggling to finish this, like uh, Lawrence, who had changed direction, and Ahura, who had just came up with a really difficult concept. <laughs> yeah, Ahura had a lot of intricate things they were working on. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, I don't know, it was sad seeing like Taze like go down the path that she went because it was just like <laughs> it was like the train it didn't work for for uh, <laughs> bag of chips 
it's not gonna work for you <laughs> i know like anytime the queens are doing like cleaning things like the sponge dress <laughs> like just don't do it random objects. i know it sounds good in concept but it's not gonna work well did you see monet's tweet like she was so sad nobody went for any sponges oh my god well <laughs> i mean you can't make another sponge dress on rupaul's track race at this point like monet can be the you did it girl that idea is gone yeah it was that one is so like messed up that if you did it again like the judges would probably read you. Well, yeah, they would read her, be like, Monet made this shitty dress. Why would you try and do it again? Because I like her remix sponge dress. Yeah, and didn't Monet redo it for All Stars 4? Like, that was one of the categories, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can't even do a better version of it either, so. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get to see Lawrence, Cheney, and Sister Sister talking about being queer and growing up being bullied. Words mean things here. Yeah, this is a nice warm moment on the UK. They're, you know, beating their faces. Lawrence is trying out new tips from Raven. This was nice to see, like, sister sisters soften up a little bit and seem to, like, share genuine, not shady interaction with the cast members. Yeah, it was rare. Like a rare. Yeah, it was nice <laughs> to see that. I mean... <laughs> I think it's good to talk about that on the television show because it's good to just be aware of what's going on. And like as queer people, like I I do agree, like a lot of our personality is shaped by being bullied and things like that. Like I can definitely say that for myself. Like I have a hard time. I have a hard time like being super open with people right away. Uh, Like I kind of have to trust you first and then I can be open with you and um, I have a dark sense of humor from being <laughs> from being bullied so much. Yeah, I had to laugh at Stoney. He's like, it's rare. But no, that's such a good point because um, one, if you have a platform like Drag Race, of course, we always talk about the various stories, but it's nice to hear them over and over and over again because it's not going anywhere. There's going to be more people having these experiences and it's nice for people going through it to see that it's normal and it's nothing that's wrong with them. Sometimes people are just cruel and um, yeah, it's just so important to share that when share that message whenever you can, because it crosses, you know, realms and peoples. Definitely. Uh, Are there any like moments of being bullied that you would want to share with people listening just to kind of give examples as to what we have to, you know because we're a little bit older than a lot of the queer people into RuPaul's Drag Race you know they're a little bit of a younger crowd I feel like majority and so I was wondering maybe if you'd want to give examples of being bullied so that you know we can you know give examples to how it is to be queer and being growing growing up as a queer person and that weird person I was lucky enough to not really deal with any of that. I just kind of kept to myself and because I figured out pretty early that I was different. So I did my best to blend in and I hid behind my, you know, my instruments and I was just known as the kid who played the music and um, I, I hid behind that. I was very social and out there, but I didn't push it. So people wouldn't pick up on the Jamal I am today. Just a little, um more hey like i couldn't let that hey slip out you know (laughs) yeah so um i flew under the radar that way fortunately yeah like i i kind of like 
tried to also like blend in more because I was in like a southern like conservative area that like I kind of tried to blend in but I will say that there were times like where it'd just be like I, I would be in like a classroom or something and like I'd be like talking to like a group of friends and I'd be like you know just talking or whatever and then one time this kid was like that sounded so gay or he didn't say it that way but he's like that sounded so gay what you said and then like a bunch of kids just like would laugh and it was just like it always made me like like you know just feel like terrible and like sad but my cousins would harass me that way sometimes they're like oh you sound like so sassy today i'm like no i don't i mean i can talk about (laughs) i can also talk about current day bullying when i'm on xbox live and people said oh no (laughs) telling me my voice sounds gay (laughs) oh no xbox live what are you doing fucking gamer twerps (laughs) gamer trolls right there the little little 14 year old boy that on there it's like your parents didn't even want you bitch <laughs> oh my gosh wait till my schedule calms down and i join twitch y'all are gonna hear some like gay everything I from mean, my channel gamer uh bullies are the worst because not only are they bullying bullies but they're also racist and homophobic transphobic yeah, yeah. So, some trashy people they think they can say whatever they want because they're behind a screen right yeah not all but a good enough chunk for it to be known that that occurs frequently enough maybe for gamers part two if we ever get to do like personal episodes again we can talk about um the toxic nature of gamer hate yeah (laughs) gamer hate yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean it's it's you know bullying is just so easy to do like i remember you know in high school and, and i've talked to quite a bit about it in the in our coming out episodes um so if you want to hear more about me getting bullied definitely check that out <laughs> so i i'll tr- i'm trying to think of a different example that i didn't say in that episode and i just i remember i think it was in high school i just remember or maybe middle school i don't really remember but there was this one boy who was like always like had his targets always bullying me and like always saying such horrible things that made me feel bad i remember one time i had to go to the um to the uh to the um uh, what do they call them like the counselor oh, like <laughs> i wanted the to say like therapist or nurse's yeah. office <laughs> yeah the guidance counselor and so she was like oh my gosh i'm so sorry to like hear this and then she went and talked to the guy and then afterwards he came up and was like why are you going like tattletailing on me and like basically like hat like grabbed me by the neck and was like holding me against the wall choking me and like to the point where i was like struggling to breathe and shit like that wait why would the guidance counselor say anything well because they were probably trying to talk to the kid about how his behavior was not acceptable and so like then he got mad about getting caught and and being in trouble and took it out on again the person he was already bullying and then (laughs) at that point i was just like whatever like clearly i'm not gonna win here so i just tried to like avoid him and and that sort of thing. So I hope I mean, he fell down some stairs somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure he's bald and fat at this point in life. But <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, it's just unfortunate the things that we have to go through and and things like that. Like wearing purple, like a purple shirt. I was called gay in high school, and it's just like what. <laughs> I also I don't know if kids do this anymore. But like when we were in like high school, even like middle school, and elementary, like all the kids would be like, "That's so gay." Oh, yeah. like, all the time. And that was like the phrase, like in order to say, like, if anything's stupid, you would be like, that's gay. Like I came yeah. out my first semester of college and my first winter break home. Somebody said, um, oh, is that like offensive um, saying that's so gay? And I was like, well, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
listen to how stupid it sounds when I'm just like, oh, that's so straight. Can you believe it? Yeah, straight yeah. man. Straight I mean, shit. the thing is, though, it's like how like <laughs> fucked up is that? Like when you're like growing up gay and like that's the phrase that everyone uses and like just how like a constant reminder yeah it's a constant reminder like there's something wrong with you right yeah right and and that's the whole reason why i wanted to start the conversation on the podcast i know we've been kind of talking about it for a lot and and not talking about rupaul's drag race but you know this was the topic brought up in the show and i thought it was important that we kind of get into it you know when people are saying like you kind of have to be conscious words do matter you know like if you're saying oh well that's gay i'm like i would always get so frustrated i was like oh really is that pencil gay is that male (laughs) pencil having sex with other male pencils (laughs) is that what's happening here oh my god i can totally see you being like really bitch is that gay too (laughs) oh i could see it i could see it yes i would like get so mad i was like just don't say that's gay Like, just say it's stupid if that's what you're intending. Like, it's it's a large part of our community, no matter, you know, if you're LGBTQIA+. Like, it's something that impacts all of us. And even if we are lucky enough to not be, you know, physically harmed or emo- mentally and emotionally harmed, um, having to suppress who you are does enough damage as well. So, yeah, there's levels to it. Yeah. So be nice to people. Like, don't say that's gay. Like, it's not funny. And just be nice to people because even like, even now, like, even now that we're older, like, it's still like we can still be bullied like by other people. And you just don't know what people are going through. So just don't, there's no need to be bullying of people, basically. And just treat people with respect. I'm not going to like criticize, you know, the fact that you believe in a, imaginary friend called jesus and (laughs) i'm not gonna and i'm not gonna like tell you that you cannot talk to your imaginary friend but you don't have to and just just the same way you don't have to tell me like oh being gay is a choice and being trans is a choice and blah 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 blah. it's like no it's not (laughs) it's not a choice and there's nothing wrong with being gay it's not a mental defect there it's nothing wrong with being trans by lesbian anything really non-binary i mean like just really there's nothing wrong with being who you are it doesn't it's not a mental illness like it's doesn't it's not any different than being straight it's just like instead of being attracted a person that's attracted to the opposite gender you're attracted to the same gender do you know or someone that has no gender or you know it's it's i don't know people just need to be more respectful of each other do you know what yes. is a mental illness, though? Homophobia? No, uh, gender reveal parties. <laughs> yeah. That is oh mental my God. illness. <laughs> I saw the best gender reveal party, though. It was like a cake, and this person would like cut slices off the cake, and it would say, the gender of this baby... It was like a different word each layer they cut off. It was like, the gender of this baby is a social construct. Oh my yes. gosh! <laughs> I want to see how that cake was made. Yeah, there no no fires were started. <laughs> it was a good message. I bet Fox I News that. is all over that one. <laughs> you know who Fox Fox News is all over uh, Potato Head because they're not calling him Mister Potato Head anymore. Oh my He's god! I know. I saw that. Like, I don't know what this that sad... Kristen Walker person is. Or, that his name? Or, I don't know. The sad. The sad black gay, like black Republican gay 
was going off yeah. about it. It's like, oh my gosh, Queen, calm down. Look at how silly you sound and how crazy you look right now. <laughs> He's just yeah. so stupid. Like, you look so crazy right now. Yeah, and while we're talking about gender, fuck you, Marjorie Taylor Thomas. You fucking lost. <laughs> and the equality bill was passed, so you can go fuck yourself with your transphobic fucking sign. There's definitely a nice pair of concrete steep as fuck stairs for that bitch. Well, she has nothing to do now because she been stripped of all committees, so she can all she has to do is um, make signs. Show up and vote. <laughs> No, she, I don't even know if she's allowed to. I guess she maybe is allowed to vote. But I just want her tarred and feathered. Yeah. Is that too much to ask? Like, maybe just grease the steps that she goes down. Oh, that's after. a good start. That's a yeah. good start. Not not, <laughs> not condoning, like, a crime here by any means, but, like, if she were to slip, like, hey. you wouldn't be able to prove that it was anybody's fault, you know? Hey, we can fantasize just like that bitch can hate on us for being who we are. We can fantasize things that we probably will never be able to do. That's right, girl. Well, this has been a fun politically, you know, drag is political and so is this podcast <laughs> in a way, you know, we're here to give support to our community and we hope that you all listening, uh, not appreciate it. That sounds like demeaning. Um, I hope that you all, maybe somebody learned something from this little rant, I guess. I don't know what I'm trying to say I hope here. so. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, um, we're just humans out here trying to be the best humans we can be. So just be nice and do your best to be the best version of whatever that looks like to you. Yeah, like I, I mean, I also I feel like we're preaching to the choir here because I'm sure all the people listening to us like already are like on the same page. So maybe just like play this portion for like your racist like uncle or something and we can try and make a change in the world that way you know yes amen all right let's go ahead and take a quick little break and we'll come back with some talk about the runway brb support for thanks for coming a rupaul's drag race podcast is brought to you by manscaped who is the best in men's below the waist grooming and hygiene manscaped is taking over the world and is now available in all of europe canada australia and New Zealand. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the movement for all of your below-the-waist grooming needs. Ooh, yes, Manscaped. Offer code TFCPOD, of course. Um, <laughs> a promo code that will actually work if you go to the website and use it. It's a first. <laughs> yeah, this time we're being serious. <laughs> well, I definitely appreciate Manscaped reaching out because I have you know, tried various trimmers over the years, and I can get it down to how I like my bits and things to be for my personal taste but I was always so scared to get too close and the trimmer comes with a guard that's really easy to use and that helped me tremendously very very nice product the lawnmower 3.0 yes and it really is so cool because it comes with like this really cool stand that you can you know put on next to your vanity and it doesn't take up much space at all it keeps the trimmer charged it uses usb so if you know you need to travel or something like you can use it with pretty much anything and another bonus it has waterproof technology so if you're like me i love to shave in the shower so this is perfect so now i can start trimming uh my other areas with this Ooh, it's <laughs> even got a little flashlight on 
on it for those of you who like to take showers in the dark or with candlelight so you can see exactly what you need to do down there. Yes, girl. This battery will last up to 90 minutes. The Lawnmower 3 has been upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor. And I am one of those people that do like to use it in the dark. I do my best work and am most creative when I'm in the shower. So I am, of course, super excited to use it in there. I actually, last time I used it, I actually carved RuPaul's <laughs> name into my pubes. It's so accurate. Nice. <laughs> yes. You're welcome, Ru. Congratulations on that one. That's skills. Well, in addition to the lawnmower listeners, there are all kinds of products on manscaped.com. We also receive some ball toner, which is fabulous if you need a little pick-me-up throughout the day. Those of you who love to walk around naked, this is perfect. You know, spray a few pumps, let it air dry before you put back on those underwear and you're good to go. The ball deodorant is fabulous as well. So if you're listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code TFCPOD at manscaped.com. This product is, of course, for all men. So even if you have a vagina, then you are still able to use this. This is Manscaped for yes, all men. Yes, for all men. <laughs> Yes, get 20% off and free shipping with the code TFCPOD at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use offer code TFCPOD. Your balls and vaginas will thank you. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here are some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us, tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Hey everybody, welcome back to our Honesty Spill of the Week. We are, of course, back, back, back again and ready to get into all the runway looks, all the category whatever man this really failed um (laughs) we are ready to get into all of these super shiro looks let's start with taste oh my gosh taste doing the cursed brillo pad look um i actually did not mind the top half but the bottom just looked so like incomplete we needed something else to go with it and to like really highlight it or give it more of like a superhero vibe but I overall, I guess, would boot this in the end, but it was just a little incomplete. Well, yeah, I mean, it wasn't great with it all being like, you know, like untangled or whatever. (laughs) But like, I felt like the bottom part of it was definitely really bad. And then also too, just as the night went on, like it started to fall apart even more, I felt like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's like, I don't know, it didn't really pan out very well. Especially after the no. yeah, lots of movement, it started to just kind of fall apart. Well, and like the corset too, like didn't give much shape to her body, you know? I mean, great idea in theory, but like an execution, no, because mm-hmm. I, you know, if she wanted to do that, fine. Like, I think if she was going to keep a part of that outfit, it should have been the arm pieces. And then she could have like, you know, she had that other like fur piece or something that maybe she could have made a dress out of that. Yeah. Yeah, that would yeah, that would be a fun direction to travel. Because honestly, she was like so pressed, like in an untucked. She's like, they thought I just glued all this shit to a corset. I spent so much time unraveling it. Well, 
guess what? Don't unravel it then. Like, pick a better concept. That's just yeah. not using your time properly. And then after you unraveled it, you actually did glue it to a corset. Right. So not only did you waste your time unraveling all these fucking Brillo pads, <laughs> you just glued shit to a corset. Uh, it's okay, Tace. We still love you. This is... um. This is constructive shade. <laughs> yes. And we, before we go any further, remember not to send hate to the queens. These are just notes from Drag Race fans. Yes. We're talking about these queens in a TV show, about the story that happened in the TV show, and this do not reflect on these queens' actual lives and how they are as a pe- person. Ding, dang, exactly. dong. Exactly. Yes. Ding, ding, dong. Yes, girl. Next, we have Lawrence Cheney. Uh, Lawrence, you know, I thought it was a little on the basic side, but I mean, come on. I'm not sewing together no one's bodysuit or anything. I think for like the materials that this came together really cute and Lawrence um, looked really good trying to switch up the makeup. I really enjoyed the face this week. Yeah, I liked I liked this look. I, I don't know. I feel like definitely felt like it was like the safe look from her, Um, but... Yeah, I mean, it was fun. I like, again, I always love an orange and blue moment, so. <laughs> we do, like Priyanka. Is she dusting? Yeah, girl, she's dusting. <laughs> um, Yeah, I, I agree. This outfit was not, like, stellar, but it wasn't bad. It was, like, sort of, like, in between safe. It was, like, I guess maybe, like, a low safe. Yeah. You know what? Honestly, this reminds me of is, like, if the progressive insurance lady did drag. <laughs> a floated drag? Yeah, A floated drag. This is, like, this is the look. Oh, my gosh. Hers would be, like, the progressive uniform, but in the shape outfit. Oh, my God. Has somebody done a flow for Snatch Game? Because they... If... N- I don't think so. Oh, they should. Someone bitch, should. That would be so funny. Oh, my God. Somebody do it if you're going on Drag Race. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yes, that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this is definitely not a bottom look, I would say, for Lawrence. It's just um, because she had to change up her, her outfit. She just didn't have enough time to probably make it the full, to give it the full, you know. True tea. This wasn't her original material, so she had to switch up her zhuzh in the middle of the production. Yes, girl, that's right. Next, we have Ahura. What do you think of her? Oh my God. Fashion, honey. <laughs> yes. Velociraptor realness. <laughs> this shit was amazing because that Ruville, you want to talk about Ruvilles? This was a Ruville. <laughs> and nothing <laughs> yes. even came off. She was just like, oh, I'm just going to give you a little pop of wind. Uh, it looked. It turned out so well. I wasn't sure what was happening when Ahura was just sitting there folding the material on top of each other, but the end product was so gorgeous, and I loved the makeup. Shady Queen, Shady Queen. That was shade, shade, shade. That was the gag of it all, and this is like this is the episode that determined that I am officially an Ahura fan. Because her putting that mask on after Sister Sister stole her look. She remixed it and elevated it, first of all. Yeah, big time. (laughs) She freaking dominated. Won the challenge, and Sister Sister went home on the episode that she wins the challenge with her mask. (laughs) And the garment was just fun. Like, it looked also, while it was, like, super, like, fashion and editorial with, like, the shape of the silhouette, it, like, looked like a superhero outfit. Like, instead of a cape. 
she's got her big ass shoulder accents and the um long skirt in the back and legs out in the front i thought it was totally someone's superhero totally i i totally agree i mean yeah this was amazing i and, and with the like the molded uh, metal pieces mm-hmm. like around her midsection i don't know it was just very beautiful like it was a smart design such a great look yeah so clearly she was not coming to play this was her getting her money's worth of her fashion degree <laughs> that's right yeah. i'm glad she got her fashion repeater badge <laughs> that's right girl all right next we have bimini bon Woo, bimini i love you girl but this was a little on the rough side i kind of like yeah. the waist up like i feel like we didn't need the paper necessarily or maybe just way less on the skirt and maybe if it were cut differently like more like kind of cave woman punk rock vibes or something i don't know but see i feel like i agree kind of the paper does look a little messy but I think if the paper wasn't there, we would be saying it's so basic, like because it's just a curtain, right? That she's wearing. True, it needs something. So I think she's like hiding some of the like some of the things with it that would look bad. Uh-huh. But I don't know. Like I don't hate this. I think it just it it's fits her personality. To be honest, <laughs> I mean, she definitely it's, pulls it off. It's sort of on the level of um, Lawrence's outfit, I would say. Yeah. yeah. But also, like, it was the wig for me that really made this look not so great. Like, it was all straggly and shit. Like, it was like that bad um, cheetah special effect in Wonder Woman in 1984. <laughs> like, that was the same wig, girl. I didn't see that, but... Um, I almost well, feel like... you just did on the runway. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this would be way fiercer, this look. Um or it would give us shorter wig a shorter wig something more severe or like some ridiculous updo like that just gives you evil villain vibes something i because i don't mind the like sort of slick back push back look but it should have just been shorter like maybe down to her shoulders mm-hmm, mm-hmm. cleaner a little bit yeah a little sharper yeah Next, we have Ellie Diamond. Oh my gosh, Candyland comes to life. I thought this was so cute, Ellie. Yeah, I'm definitely hiring her to keep my toilets clean. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> the she, sweetest bowl in the land. This look was good. Like, I really wasn't worried about Ellie Diamond at all this episode because, like, I figured she would, like, slay it. And I mean, she pretty much did. It was just. She's a sewer. Yeah. It's just a horror did so much, like, something you can't just. You have to give the win to Ahura. Ahura but- really pushed the boundaries, but Ellie is like a queen who taught, she's self-taught. So she's worked with unconventional materials before and she makes everything head to toe, beats her face down. So yeah, we were just not worried about Ellie at all. I was not shocked. It was so gorgeous. It's fun. It's cute. It's very like youthful Ellie's looks. So um, no different here. Fabulous. Yeah, this is definitely like a signature Ellie Diamond look. It was well done, very well done, and and very fierce. So good job, girl. And I love those pastel wigs. Yeah, me too. They look really good on her, I think. Mm -hmm. Next and lastly, we have Sister Sister. (laughs) Holy shit, where do I begin? I feel like this is like the pile of leaves in my backyard that I've just been avoiding, and I don't want to bag it because I just know it's going to be so much. Well, and it's like... Gosh, exhausted. This look, like, honestly, I had a really lot of fun watching or seeing, like, the judges' reaction to this because they're 
Graham Norton was just like, this is amazing. <laughs> In a like very demented way. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's proper Billy Bonkers. <laughs> yes. Like, she had a children's show if she hated children. <laughs> yeah, it's like a children's show on acid. <laughs> it was a little creepy because her face beat and hair were actually like really good. <laughs> And then the outfit, it's like, holy shit, <laughs> sis. What were we thinking? Yeah, like at first, when she first came out, I was like, whoa, look at all these big pieces and colors and flowers. And then like the more time like you actually do look at it, like and especially when she's not holding that big flower thing, like it just looks like a couple like things glued to like a pair of pajamas. Yeah, the bodysuit, I didn't really understand it because it just felt like a half of a like nighty type of robe. This would have looked so much better yeah. if... It was just like a green, either textured or like a dark kind of emerald bodysuit. Body suit, yes, because then all of the extra shit, it looks more avant-garde. And, you know, you can play the fact that you're sour, like a flower. Keep the same makeup, but I, that bodysuit ruined it. Yeah. It's like at this point, I almost want to see the unedited version. Yeah. What did that look like? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a wild trip, but um, <laughs> nice try, I guess. I mean, holy shit, there was just so much to take in. I was, I mean, <laughs> I was exhausted. Yeah, and just like her and Untucked, she's like, I still think this is like a fierce look. And everyone's like, okay. That's great, Queen. You believe. <laughs> All right, girl. Sure, Jan. <laughs> That's amazing. You, you keep that confidence, sis. Also, before we leave the runway, can we talk about Michelle Visage's like tribute to Sister Sister's monster mashup ponytail? Oh, yeah, right at the top of that dome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was like a mixture between that look and like the Gorilla Glue Girl. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that shit was slicked down, wasn't it? Yeah. I was like, woof, girl. This is not like Michelle usually has a real full po- ponytail, and this is like looking real like straggly. Oh, no. Yeah, I've had. I wasn't <laughs> sure. This wasn't my favorite Michelle look, but, you know, it wasn't terrible. Definitely not. All right, so after the runway, the girls walk into the workroom, and Bimini Bambulash gives us a nice little Lady Gaga lyric, walk, walk, fashion, baby. <laughs> I must have missed that one. Oh, yeah, it was, it was like kind of quieter, but I was like, Lady Gaga. I love that line that Bimini chose, too, because if, if you remember the bad romance video, listeners, that's the part where Gaga is slowly creeping across the room in those ridiculous Alexander McQueen heels. So um, that's very Bimini's lane. And of course, we saw those killer heels on the, on the um, runway. Most definitely. Also, in Untucked, Ellie is not having the queen's shade. She's calling them out. She goes, you know, like, you, you, and you. You said I was next to go home. Do you still think that? Oh, I, I appreciate this approach. Like, if you're just feeling away, like, sometimes you just got to know. Yeah, it's like, yeah. what do you think this week? <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, stand up for yourself, Ellie. That's amazing. Respect. I appreciate it. Yes. Uh, and of course, Sister Sister doesn't like the outfit. She has to tell someone else that their outfit that is completely polished and beautiful, that it's ugly and stupid. <sighs> Mercy. Like, you just can't be nice. Not ever. I just don't get it. I don't either. Like, at least you would think if you were in the bottom, you would be nice. Like, kind of like Candy, like on season 13, where she like finally shut the fuck up. Like, (laughs) once she was like in the bottom. And like, (laughs) sister, sister's like, like, you suck. (laughs) It's like, okay. For real. (laughs) 
So in the end, Ahura does win this challenge. Woo! Big congratulations to you, Queen. Well deserved. She can finally invoice your school. <laughs> yeah, right. She's like, if I say your name, way to go, Queen. Send me this check. That's right. Uh, the bottom two this week are Tace and Sister. Sister, I think, based on the looks that they wore on the runway, this was the pair. Yeah, it was kind of hard to avoid. One is in trouble for not doing enough, and the other is in trouble for doing way too much. Big time. So then they lip sync it out, and in the end, Tace is safe, which means that Sister Sister is going home. Oh my gosh. First of all, Tace is such a great lip sync performer. Secondly, bye sister, sister. I told you that dome of yours <laughs> is going to get you in trouble. Girl, you were moving too fast and you tripped on that dome. Bye. It's like an image of somebody running too fast and their head gets ahead of them and then they just skid into the ground because they're just face planted. This is what happened. Yeah. And then you break your fake teeth and you have to get them fixed again. Ooh, that would suck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was the episode. Before we end this one out, let's throw it on over to Stony to find out where we all stand in the Fantasy League. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Seth. <laughs> Let me just, um, yeah. Like you're the weatherman <laughs> of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just got caught sleeping on the podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oopsie daisies. Hey, everyone. He's texting again. Let's get, let's get some filler in here. Just like... <laughs> Sister, sister. <laughs> uh, Filler's been removed. <laughs> by the way, I had sister, sister on my team, and she did give me some points this week because she won the mini challenge. So great! Uh, I'm grateful she finally contributed something to my score. <laughs> uh, she was You were carrying that dead weight this whole competition. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of that, I'm in last place with 185 Ooh. points. <laughs> Jamal's in second place with 235. Ah. Uh. And then Seth is in first place with 265 points. Still kind of close between me and Jamal here. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Yeah. So I guess since we're like far, let me just say who's on what teams and who's left as of episode seven. So we have, I have Ahura. That's my only person. Jamal has Ellie and Bimini. And then Seth has Tace and Lawrence. Ooh, what's going to happen? Yes. I feel like the top four is between, uh, well, maybe maybe Ellie's not in the top. I don't really know. I think that the last last place is definitely Ellie, Ahura, and Tace. It's going to be one of those. Mm-hmm. But the the top is, is definitely going to be Lawrence and Bimini up there. Yeah. I feel like that too. Those two totally. for sure. So I don't know who's who's filling the other two spots. <laughs> will the finale be top four or will they do a top three and then do the winner? Oh, that's true. That's what they did on the first season. They had a top three. Yes. So maybe so it'll be like Bimini, Lawrence and like, I don't know, one other queen, maybe Ahura. It's going to come down to the challenge, of course, and the looks. So because I feel like now that Bimini has gotten through a design challenge and survived, I think she might be good the rest of the season. <laughs> So, yeah, I agree. 
Yeah, I think I think Bimini is like kind of set up to be like one of the top queens. Lawrence is set up to be one of one of the top queens. Lawrence has kind of had a um, underperformed kind of a little bit the last couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, th- this episode more safe. She wasn't in the bottom, but yeah, you know. She she kind of started off so strongly that we're now we're kind of like oh, what's going on with Lawrence? But right. I think she'll be in the finale still. Do you have like a pick of who you want to win? Because I know for sure who I want to win at this point. I mean, honestly, to me, it's between Bimini and Lawrence. I can't. I would be happy with either one of them winning. I I think I would. If I had to pick one, I think I would like to pick Lawrence. To be honest. Yeah. See, I'm kind of basically the same place you are, except I would choose Bimini. Uh, like that's who I want to win but if Lawrence wins then I would be okay with that too yeah I want to see Bimini and Taste in the top I just wonder like I hope like Taste doesn't hit any more snags you know it's she's just kind of a wild card yeah well yeah I mean I, I mean I have nothing against Taste but Taste has kind of been in the bottom and lip syncing a lot through the competition yeah that's the downside it's like uh she hasn't you know, really have like but a I track also record. feel like with Taste, Taste has also had like post COVID has had better runway looks like that she's brought from home. So mm. I don't know. As long as it's not a design challenge, we might get to see something better. Yeah, right? yeah. I don't know. It, it is. It is kind of tough at this point. Like you know, I kind of want to s- go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I kind of want to see Lawrence win because it'd be awesome to see a big girl win. Yeah, we don't see that too often. Yes, but then also I think it'd be cool for Bimini to win because it'd be cool to have like a non-binary winner. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. It's like really like between those two for those reasons. Plus the fact they both do great drag. <laughs> I like both of those for all the same reasons. But honestly, looking at this list, um, Sans, Sister, Sister, like if I'm trying to put together a top three or four, it could really go any direction based on their performance. Yeah, I would say I would only say Ellie Diamond would be in the top just for the simple fact that she hasn't been lip syncing and been pretty solid through the competition. Yep. yep. Yeah. So I feel like ooh, i feel like we might get some drama next week with a ahora and taste lip sync you know uh, ooh, yeah that could actually be that would be yeah. interesting because then they would have to send you know one of the top or the bottom has to go home <laughs> uh, oh my god we'll see <laughs> stay tuned everybody we're getting close to the end yeah, we are getting close to end. Also, I just want to say that I was wrong and Stoney was right last week. The COVID special was this week. I was wrong. Yeah. And we'll be talking about that tomorrow, <laughs> amongst other things. Yeah, stay tuned. Yes, we'll be back tomorrow. Make sure you all subscribe. Tell a friend. Leave us a review. The offer still stands. If you DM us a, re- a review that you just recently made, we will do um as long as it's a reasonable request we'll be happy to do what you want us to do yes please <laughs> thank you in advance yeah. yes girl it can be promoting yourself and your and your podcast it can be promoting your your uh beanie baby collection it can be um whatever you really want us to talk about you can be a question you want us to answer <laughs> yeah whatever yes so make sure you get on that and we will be back with you tomorrow tomorrow we love you tomorrow, tomorrow. i'm not singing it's only, only a day, day away. <laughs> tomorrow tomorrow i love, love ya tomorrow. tomorrow oh my goodness <laughs>
<laughs> All right. We'll be back tomorrow. But until then, <laughs> bye. It's only a day. Crescendo. How does this work? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>